הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של דורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש אשר בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ממקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגי נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומה. זכותם תגן עלינו לכל ישראל אמן. So today we start with lesson 3 of Likute Moran. Known as Akhukta. Mitzat Hashem is going to speak about music, melodies, songs, and the power which it has to bring a person to, st- to stir a person up to serve Hashem. And the dangers of listening to, to evil music, people from, songs from evil people, even though the song might not be bad. If it comes from someone's voice who isn't so pure, then it could be dangerous for your soul to draw you down into places which you aren't supposed to go. So this is a very practical lesson because everyone today enjoys music. And the music we have, a, we really listen to has a massive effect on our souls. So let's see what Rabbeinu speaks about. He's going to bring a lot, a lot of um, Kabbalah, a lot of stuff from uh, the writing of the Ari HaKadosh Zohar, stuff that um, is very deep and very hard to understand. But the main thing is the simplicity. The simple thing is Rabbi Natan said, and we know towards the end of his life, Rabbi Natan said, um, he was, on his, he, was, he was close to passing away on his deathbed. And he, he was saying this a few hours before he passed away. He was saying that he could account for every single minute in the world that he had, um, that he had lived. Meaning he could tell you exactly what he was doing at that moment. Meaning he didn't waste a single minute of his life. And Rabbi Nathan was very quick at doing things. He would go to the mikvah, he would go in and out because he didn't have time to, to waste. So Rabbi Nathan said, if Hashem asked me any single minute, I know exactly what I was doing. But... I don't know whether I fulfilled Rabenu's pro- fulfilled Rabenu's advice to fulfill his words with simplicity. Meaning, I don't know if I fulfilled Rabenu's lessons with pshitut. So the main thing is just the simplicity. Get the practical points of Rabenu's teaching and apply them. So let's go on with it. We start. So this time we start with the story rather than ending with the story. Rabbi said, "Ledidi chazili hayakukta." I saw this frog, that was the size of this city called Hagronia. And how big was this city? How many people were in this city? Or how many, how big was this city? 60 houses. What happened? A serpent came and swallowed the entire city, uh, swallowed the frog, which was the size of these, this city, which had 60 houses in it. Then the, the serpent which swallowed the, um, the frog was swallowed by a female raven. Then this raven ascended and perched itself on a tree. Come see how strong the the strength, of the, how great the strength of this tree is. So the, obviously very ambiguous story. Let's see what the Ashbam says. What did they mean frog? It's a frog. As big as the size of this uh, the city called Hagronia. Gadol haya beotakrach. It was as big as this city. How big was the city? 60 houses. Talmud akamala. It's actually a reference to the Gemara. Talmud. Atta Tanina. Obviously 60 houses being 60 masechtot. The 60 masechtot of the Gemara. Atta Tanina. A serpent came and swallowed it. Rabba kaamala. Pushkanta or Nekeva. So this is Rabba saying... Um, Rabbi Barakana is uh, saying that this uh, serpent came and swallowed it. And then what Pushkansa is a female raven. Okay, so Rajbam is just elucidating what the story is speaking about. Let's hop into it. Behold, one who listens to melodies from an evil singer, it's very difficult for him to serve Hashem. 
But whenever he listens to a melody from a person who's upright and proper, then it's very good for him. As we will explain. Because know the voice of melody comes from the birds. Why is it that when a person has a tzara'at, he has this sort of leprosy, that this purification of the person who has leprosy, he has to bring a korban, uh, an offering with two birds, two live pure birds. Why is it like this? Because the chatter will come and atone for the chatterer. Meaning birds are constantly chattering and they're making these sort of melodies and noises. Just like this person was chattering and gossiping about this other person. So the chatterer, which is a bird, is going to come atone for the chattering of this person. He was stricken. This person who has tzara'at, leprosy, was stricken because of his voice. His lashonara. Shediber lashonara. And that he spoke lashonara. Nimtza, we find, one who's upright. We find that his melody, his song, comes from the two live pure birds. Why? Because these live two, two pure birds are an atonement for bad things. So we see here that a person whose voice is good comes from these two tzipurim which are meant to repair one's voice. That these two birds that we just mentioned above, these two live pure birds, they nurse from the same place where the Nevi'im, where the prophets nurse from, where they receive their sustenance from. So this is obviously going to get very Kabbalistic. Just stick with us. This is why we call the, mel- the one who's singing the melody, the singer, Chazan. The Chazan. This is uh, the famous term. Chazan, like the, the, the leader of the, con- like the, the, the singing leader of the congregation. Mileshon Chazon. It comes from the language of prophecy. Chazan, which is like the person who leads the, um, the tefilot, the person, the, like a cantor basically. It comes from the same language as Chazon, the same word. It's the same shoresh, the same root. Prophecy. Chazon, which means prophecy. So singing and prophecy actually come from the same root. Just as we just said above in the Zohar Vayikha, that these two pure birds nurse from the same place where the Nevi'im, where the prophets nurse from. Which comes to show that the Chazan who receives his, his melody from the two pure birds is going to actually receive his same melody from the place where the Nevi'im receive their, um, their Nevu'ah from. So it comes to show us how high actual song, how, how actually high song it really is. As I know the Vilna Gaon said something along the lines of, um, if, I, if there wasn't Torah in the world, I would engage myself with music. Because it's so lofty. So what is Chazon? Prophecy. It's a, it's a language, a reference to Nevoah prophecy. Because he takes the melody from the same place where the Nevi'im uh, nurse from. Whenever the, the person who's singing the song, when the singer is a wicked person, we know there's always opposite sides. There's ten sfirot of holiness, but there's also ten sfirot of evil, where the Yetzara it dwells. Uh, what happens here? We say Zele We see that there's two there's two equal opposites. When I, when Hashem created in holiness, exists the same place on the opposite side. So we see here Rabban was saying, if a Rasha is singing though, where does he get his melody from? From the two birds, the other birds, the non-good birds that exist within the evil forces, Shabbat Klippa. The Chatu Bazor, as is brought in the Zohar, 
It's brought in the Zohar Kadosh. Um, forgot where. Have to look in Parashat Vayachi. In Vayachi, it's brought there in the Zohar. That the birds of the evil forces, of the Kippah, of the external forces, Yonkin, they dwell, they, they, they sustain themselves from, they nurse from, the breasts of Malchut. And when night comes, basically, uh, what do you call it? When night comes, immediately a cry goes out. This is the cry, this, this pasuk. Like the birds that are trapped in these traps, that are held in these traps, also men are trapped and ensnared within them. Or kahem yukashim b'nei adam, just like these birds are trapped in these sort of traps, in these cages, so two men are also trapped and ensnared. This is a cry that goes out at night. Um, um, and this is the idea. That just like these two birds that are trapped in the kipot, these two evil pure, uh, evil birds. So here Rabenu brings down Nazar to explain that these impure birds receive their um, what do you call it? Receive their life force from the um, the breasts of Malchut. The main reparation, the tikkun, the rectification of all of this, the the two impure birds, and how the to repair melody is and pay very close attention because this Rabban is explaining how to repair. The tikkun that enables a person to listen to song from any single person without being harmed is only possible is if you study Torah Shebalpe, which is basically which is Gemara, meaning the oral Torah at night. And when it says night, by the way, um, night is a reference to after Chatzot. Not before Chatzot. After Chatzot, look at the Parvarot Rechokhmah. The Rabbi Nachman Mitcherin wrote a commentary. Rabbi Natan's, one of Rabbi Natan's main students, wrote a commentary on Nikuta Moran. This is the main commentary that today, the highest commentary that exists on, on Nikuta Moran. Look over there. He, he brings the Etz Chaim and he brings Ibn um, Tfarim, the Zohar Kadosh, who explains that um, this night is a reference to Chatzot and all the stuff that happened at Chatzot. So after midnight, six hours after nightfall, so, when a person engages in Gemara study at midnight, then he can repair these two impure birds and he allows himself to be able to listen to any single song without being harmed by its, um, by its impurity. Um, so, when a person studies Torah Shabbat at night, Hanu Gemara, that is Gemara, which represents night. Now he's going to, Rabbeinu is going to prove how Gemara actually symbolizes night time. Midrash is brought on the Midrash. When Moshe was on Har Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights, he didn't know when, was, when it was day and when it was night. He didn't have access to this light, basically, of day and night. He didn't know. It's only through this that he knew. Whenever he would study Torah, the writings, the, the written Torah, that is Tanakh, Torah, Nevi'im, Ktuvim, he would know that it was day. But when he studied Torah Shebaalpe, he knew it was night. So this Midrash proves that Torah Shebaalpe, which is Gemara, is the symbol of night. Because Moshe Rabbeinu knew that when he was studying Torah Shebaalpe, it was night time. 
We find that Torah Shabbat Peh, the Oral Torah, is the aspect of night. Uchmo Shamu Rabatanu Tikhanam Vacha, Be Machashakim Hoshivani. Zet Talmud Bavli. I said in the Gemara, in Masechet Tanirin, He seated me in dark places. This is, um, Zet Talmud Bavli. This is Talmud Bavli. This is the Oral Torah of Bavel. This is the Gemara of Bavel. Uchtiv, Velachoshech Karalala, and it says in Bereshit, in the first chapter, and night, and darkness he called night. That means that when one studies Shas, that is the Shisha Sidre Mishnah, basically the, the six um, or the the, the Masechtot of Gemara, Babenu is now explaining that this is the Zohar that explains that from the six uh, rings of the windpipe, the voice emerges. The voice goes out through six rings that exist in one one's windpipe. So what are these shisha sidre, this shisha, um, this shas, this shisha sidre mishnah? What are this supposed to do? These six like uh, aspects of the mishnah, which then go on to the sixty masechtot of Maha. This this repairs um, each each uh, basically order of mishnah repairs one ring of the windpipe, which the voice emerges through. So Rabban was saying now that when you study shas, you're actually repairing your your melody. Which stems from these six rings of the windpipe. This is what it says in Echa. Get up and sing at night. What that means is that you should be. Um, uh, that song is only raised. That song is raised and it's elevated by means of night. Which is Gemara and Shisa Sidre Mishnah. This. The Gemara and the Mishnah. But however, when stu- one studies the Gemara, or in general, not Lishma, not Hashem Hashem, not for God's sake, but you do it for yourself, for your own benefit, for whatever you have, your ulterior motives that you have. Meaning not because Hashem commanded you be pshitut, in simplicity that Hashem commanded you to do that, you should engage in it. But you do it for your own reasons. That means to gain wisdom, or Rabban was going to explain something big. In order that you should be called Rabbi, they should get these titles and these authorities from people. That you study Gemara in order to get this title that you should become, that you should have smicha now and that you should have this title of Rabbi. Rabbi says this is very, this is looked down upon. This isn't emet. Rabbi says the study a person engages in whenever he's learning in order to be called Rabbi, to have this authority of Rav, is not important. It's not so important. Rabbanu says it's important to study Lishma. And when you study at night, at Chatzot, a, a thread of Chesed, a thread of kindness is drawn upon him during the day. And it shields this person, it protects this person, that no bad thought should, that no shot, to, no thought, uh, no thought should come and damage him, no bad thought should come and harm him. And it's brought in the writings of the Arizal. Specifically in Etz Chaim Shara Klipot. That the birds of the evil forces that we explained earlier, the birds of the Klipa, are the intellect of Malchut. They're the, they're the, they're the minds of Malchut, the Klipa, of the evil, uh, of the, uh, they're the, the intellects of the evil Malchut. Like we talked about in lesson one, Malchut HaResha'a, there's the evil kingship. The same thing we're talking about here. But the, the idea of the birds, they receive their, they come from the same source as the malchut, but the mochin of the malchut, the intellects of this malchut. 
But the two pure birds that we talked about, the two live pure birds that are the kapara for one who does Ashonara, meaning from, for holy melody. These are the building of the holy malchut. It's like the foundation of this holy malchut. So we see on two opposite sides. This is why David was praised before Shaul. Again, what did they say about David? That he knew how to play music. He knew what melody was. Because what is Negina melody? It's the building of Malchut. Rabban was now proving that through David Amelech's knowledge in music, that he knew how to truly play music. And when we say know how to play music, it's not, the, it's not the thing, singers that we think we know today. Music comes from a very lofty place. It's to know the sources of what music comes from. Rabban speaks about this in Torah Azamra, how music, how to be a chazan, music, all this stuff comes from the place of knowing how to separate the good notes from the bad notes. From Nekudotovot, finding the good notes, and even though, like, even within the darkness. Uh, lots of deep stuff. Rabban said, if a person were to hear my melody, along with its song, and the Torah that would go to, along, if a person were to hear a song, along with the Torah, and the dance that would be connected to this, meaning, if I were to say one Torah, one lesson, with its proper melody, the melody that goes with this Torah, and the dance that goes with the Torah, a person would completely expire. He said the entire world would expire. The entire world, all the animals, all the inanimate, all the animate, everything that exists in the world would expire and just long for Hashem. And this is written in Chayim Oran. You can look there. So we see here the power of knowing how to play music. David Amelach knew this, and this is why he was feeling for Malchut, because where does music come from? The two pure birds we said are the foundation, are the building of Malchut. This is the structure of Malchut. So we see of the holy Malchut that we said. So David Melech was fitting for Malchut because he knew how to play music, which is the foundation of Malchut, kingship. He became king. This is what is written about David. From behind the nursing ooze they brought him. That is, from behind those that nurse. And what are those that nurse? The nursing sefirot, the sefirot of sustenance, like this idea. Netzach ve'hod. This is Netzach and Hod. Because these two Sfirot are what nourish the prophets. And this is the, struct, the building of Malchut. So we see here that the foundation of Malchut comes from Netzach and Hod. The foundation of the Holy Malchut comes from Netzach and Hod. And David the knew how to play music. And this is why he was fitting for... Um, and these two pure birds come from the Netzach and Hod. This is why he was fitting for Malchut. This is what Rabbi Babachana said. I saw this frog. What did This frog. What did Tzfardea? It's a compound word. Yarizal brings this down. Um, in the Kavanot of the Yarizal. Tzipordea. Tzipor, the birds of knowledge. This is a reference to the birds of the Klippa. Are the intellect of the evil Malchut we said earlier. Remember, we said that the, the what do you call it? The, bir, the evil birds, the birds of the impure forces, are the intellects of the impure uh, Malchut. What we said. So, the birds of knowledge are a reference to these evil birds, which are the uh, intellect of this evil Malchut. It was as big as the size of this city, right? <laughs> of Hagronia. Mileshon Kera Vegaron. What is Akra de Hagronia? Play around with the words. Rabbenu says Kera Vegaron. It said in Yeshaya Nunchet. In Yeshaya it says, Cry out from the throat. 
Akraz Kera de Agronias Garon. Kera Veragon cry out from the throat. Meaning that song, melody, comes from the throat, from these evil birds, right? Meaning, so when melody comes from these evil birds, which are Tsipordea, the birds of the intellect, of the evil kippa, of the evil malchut, and how big was the city was 60 houses. Meaning, how are you going to repair now this aspect of cry out from the throat, meaning this evil melody that comes from the throat, Right? Of a wicked singer who gets his who gets his melody from what the birds which exist within the intellects of the evil malchut. How do you repair this evil melody? Basically, through the sixty homes. What are sixty homes? These are the sixty masechtot of Gemara. It's a reference to Gemara. That is that you should study Gemara. So what is Rabbi Shmuel there? He's hinting Beruach Hakodesh that the idea, the the, the rectification of Kira Vegaron, which is the evil voice that emerges from an, an evil singer, you repair it through Talmuda, through the Gemara. Then came a serpent and swallowed this frog that was as big as this city. What did Rabbeinu Shmuel say there? Rabbi says this. So what is it? Rajbam needs to say Rabbi says this. It's obvious. What is Rabbi? It means that we talked about early. That it's not saying Rabbi Barachana said this. No, Rabbeinu is playing with it. Whenever you study Gemara, you have to make sure that you don't study um, for your own sake. In order that you should be called Rabbi for authority. Rabba is the same word as Rabbi. means Rabbi. Meaning don't study Shelo Lishma, not for Hashem's sake. What happens if you study for, for your own sake and not for God's sake? Then the serpent will come and swallow you. This is what Rabbi Noshmoa says. Rabbi said this is actually saying that whenever you study the Shittin Masechtot, um, in order that you should be called Rabbi. What did it say whenever it says a raven came? A female raven came? What did Rabbi Noshmoa say? Orev. Orev is the female raven. So when did the person study? At night time. Leshon Orev. Orev between female raven actually is the same root as Arvit. Night. The nighttime prayer. And it came and swallowed this, um, this serpent. What did it mean? It, the serpent is the one that comes to try to swallow you whenever you don't study Lishma. But whenever you study Lishma at night, why at night specifically? Also because it's hidden away from people. After Chatot, no one's awake. So when you study after Chatot, no one knows you're studying. And this is the main I think, idea. Keep your Avodat Hashem hidden from people. Don't make it known. Because the main thing to keep yourself safe from the Kipot is that people shouldn't be knowing and give you authority for this. Because with authority comes lots of, lots of danger. So this study at night protects him from the snake. Uslik yetiv be'ilana. It then ascended and perched on the tree, this female raven that then swallowed the snake, right? Perash ha'marsha, what did the Ramaharsha say? To the famous commentator on the Gemara. Sheu b'chinat Avraham. This is the aspect of Avraham. Sheketu v'tzodah le'tzed about Avraham. Ba'ita eshed, he planted a tree. Sheu b'chinat chesed, which is the aspect of chesed. So why is the Maharsha bringing about Avraham, which is this tree? Well, it could be any tree. So it's he specifically bring that this is the tree of Abraham Avinu. This is the aspect of Abraham because Abraham is Chesed and he planted this tree. Hanu shel Chesed. That means the chut of Chesed, the thread of Chesed that we brought about earlier. That when one studies at night, what happens? The Zohar says a chut shel Chesed is drawn upon him. The thread of Chesed is drawn upon him throughout the entire day when a person studies at night. 
it literally is drawn upon him and it protects him from this snake. Come see how strong the, come see how, um, this stro- how um, great the strength of this tree is. Meaning, Rabbi Rabbi Khan amazed himself. That Hashem's chesed is so awesome. It's so empowering. That even through impure melody, he can he has tikkunim for that he can protect us from this. That meaning for every single thing, Hashem has chesed that we can protect ourselves from the evil forces. Hashem is so calculated for every single thing. We have to be very careful. And Hashem has abilities and rectifications that He can protect us from all these evil forces. And this is why it just opposes itself in the Mishnah right after. This is why it's, there's a juxtaposition in the Mishnah. Acquire for yourself um, a Rav, a Rabbi. Acquire for yourself a friend. Judge each person favorably to the side of merit I'm not going to explain what this means and how this all connects to the to what we just said above because through listening to this melody that we talked about above whenever he listens to melody the way that we explained meaning when he studies Gemara at night to repair song that so that no evil song should harm him what happens he repairs the aspect of Malchut so how do you repair Malchut? To the aspect of acquire for yourself a friend, as it says in the Mishnah. What does it mean, acquire for yourself a friend? Acquire actually comes from the same word, which means windpipe. Which the voice emerges from. So Rabban was saying, How do you attain this idea of holy malchut, of um, building the malchut and attaining holy melody? Through kane, through the windpipe. What is chaver? Shemechaber, that he ties together. He brings together and he binds together these two kruvim, these two pure birds, right? Because they're a reference to the kruvim that were on top of the Agon Kodesh. These two angels that were on top of the Agon Kodesh, these two kruvim, from which Hashem's voice would emerge in the Agon, in the Kodesh HaKodashim. HaKodashim. The voice of Hashem would emerge through the kruvim, these two pure birds that we're talking about. What happens whenever a person re- uh, repairs his voice and his windpipe so that he can hear holy, so that he can repair melody and he repairs malchut? What happens when he repairs malchut through holy melody? He binds together these two kovim, these two um, angels, these two, pure, these two pure birds, to be face to face, that they should face each other. Like the embrace of a man and his consort, a man and his fellow, or a man and and um, his companion. At the time that Israel do the will of his of their creator. Meaning when Amiskel are doing the will of their creator, meaning building Malchud through holy melody that we're talking about, what happens then? The two Kuvim are face to face. So this is how a person brings the two Shemechaber. is actually brings the Mechaber brings the attachment that the Kane, the windpipe, whenever you repair the windpipe and you hear holy, when you repair Malchud through holy melody, you repair and you bind together these two kuvim to be face to face to face each other now. That this is a sign that Hashem is with the Jewish people. now saying what a person can do whenever he repairs holy man, when he repairs the malchut. So whenever a person repairs his own malchut through this melody that we talked about through repairing melody. And then is able, now he's able to rule over anything that he wants. 
He's able to have control over anything that he wants. And he's able to bring death to one and to bring life to another. When he Olam Kharev, the world would be destroyed. And the result would be a destroyed world. <laughs> so let's see what, he's, what he means by this. About this it's saying, Judge each and every person favorably. A person must judge every person to the side of merit. So why did it say, um, judge each and every person favorably? Because whenever a person has this ability to have holy melody, to, that he studies Gemara at night, Lishma, for Hashem's sake, and he repairs his own malchut through this, what happens? He's literally able to have so much control to the point where he can literally kill a person and um, bring life to that person, literally. He's, he's able to control life and death. Life and death is in his hands. But Hashem doesn't want the world to be destroyed. If a person had this ability, then we know that the world could literally be destroyed in one second because he could just wish the worst on every single person if he had this ability. This is why it says in the, the Mishnah, judge each and every person favorably because once you have that power to bring life and death, you have to understand that you have to judge each and every person favorably because Hashem doesn't desire the destruction of the world. Because He didn't create it for chaos, for emptiness. He created it for inhabitation. The world was created to be inhabited by. This is why there's a common phrase in the mouth of people to say, At that time, there was a very famous thing in Brachot it also mentioned this in Zohar, look in the Zohar, that, um, about this language of people are fond of saying. So here, um, look, the, the, what do you call it? Rabbeinu is now saying that at that time, the time of Rabbeinu, it was very common for people to say that the Chazanim, the people who were singing the melodies, the songs of the congregation, the cantors, they were foolish and they weren't sons of knowledge. Benedea. Why? Because now, now Rabbeinu is going to explain why that saying actually has rooted in his Torah. How Rabbeinu in his Torah rooted this saying. Because now, Malchut Dikdusha, what did we say earlier in the first lesson? We said that in the first lesson, Malchut Dikdusha is covered up over by Malchut Desitrach. Malchut Dikdusha, the holy Malchut is in Galut, it's in exile. It serves in control, right? This is why the Negina, the melody, which, this is why melody, which is drawn from uh, the same place where the Nevi'im are drawn, Netzach and Hod, right? Which are the aspect of the intellect and the dat, the, the, the knowledge of this holy Malchut. And now that Malchut is in exile, this is why song, melody is blemished. This is why Chazanim are now without doubt, because why? The Chazanim receive the same force, receive their melody from the same place of uh, the Nevi'im, right? And this idea that the Chazanim Received their melody. Where did the uh, my bad? Where did the Nevi'im receive their melody? Uh, where did the Nevi'im receive their prophecy from? Where did they nurse from? This idea of the Netzach uh, and the Hod, the the intellect of the Mochin Vedad de Malchut Dikdusha, the intellect and the Dalat of Holy Malchut. Just like on the evil pure birds, that there's impure that the that the evil impure birds receive their um, they nurse from the um, the Mochin Vedad de Malchut de Sitrach at the Klipa. That they receive their uh, their nursing from the malchut of the tipa, the intellect of the malchut of the evil force. So too, the nevi'im and the holy malchut, my bad, the nevi'im and holy melody receives their um, they nurse from the same place, which is the intellect of holy malchut. 
But now that Malchut is in Galut, this is why Melody is blemished. And this is why Chazanim are without that. Because they don't have the strength now to draw down Melody from its source in holiness. Meaning from the aspect of the Da'at of the Malchut Gidusha. Which is the aspect of the intellects and the uh, mentalities of this holy Malchut Kana. But in the future, whenever holy Malchut will be raised, and elevated, and Hashem will be king over all the earth, then what happens? Melody will be elevated and completed in the aspect of the Malchut Dusha. In the aspect of the intellect and the knowledge of the holy Malchut, that that is from where that the Malchut Dusha is the source of where melody comes from. This is what it's in Tehidim because King because Hashem Elokim is King over all the earth. Sing, O intelligent one. Why sing, intelligent one? Because at that time when Hashem will become King over all the earth. And then Malchut Dikdusha will be raised from the from the Galut, meaning it will be raised from the dust and elevated to the proper source. Then the intelligent one will sing. That means that the Chazanim, the singers, the cantors, and Hamizamrim that sing will be with Da'at, with intellect, and Sechel. With, uh, um, with Sechel, with intellect, with wisdom. By the means of the fact that they elevated Malchut Dikdusha, and they will receive the melody from its holy source and holiness, which come from the Da'at and the Mochin, the, um, the mentalities of the holy Malchut, as we just mentioned above. Now, Rabbi Nathan adds a few things. From Rabbeinu, obviously, Hashem, your Chesed is greater than the heavens. Your Chesed is greater than the heavens. What is Shamaim? It represents the voice. It says in um, Bear with me. It says in Tfilat Musaf Shel Yamim Noraim. It says in the Musaf of the the high holidays, and it's brought about this. This is founded upon this the language in Dvarim Perik Dalid Pasuk Lamedvav there that your your Mishamaim Mishmata Kochelah from your heavens we heard your voice. You cause your voice to be heard from the heavens. So we see here that voice and heavens are the same idea. That from the heaven comes comes the voice. Because through the chesed, which is the thread of chesed that is drawn to a person, that is drawn to a person when he studies Torah at night, after chatzot, through this, a person's voice is repaired and rectified. This is what it means that how great your chesed is, Hashem, it's above the heavens. This idea that your voice, which is chesed, um, no, which your voice, which is shamayim, is me'al, um, your voice, which is shamayim, uh, me'al shamayim chasecha. Meaning, the chesed is above the voice. Higador me'al shamayim chasecha. Your chesed is higher than the heavens. What is the heavens we refer to, we, we, we symbolized as? Rabbanu said it's the same bechina as shamayim. The voice and shamayim are one idea. And what is when a person rectifies his voice, what happens? Then he has a chutzel chesed that is drawn upon him from above. These two birds of these two birds of holiness that from there the prophets receive from. 
they are the founding and the, the building, the foundation of the holy malchut. This is why the appointment of any single king over history of the Jewish people was through prophecy. As it was for David, more than literally anyone, or the same thing with her, everyone, but specifically with David, the house of the kingship of David, which was founded upon prophecy. And where does Nebuah come from? It comes from the Kuvim, these two pure birds that are on top of the Aron HaKodesh, which represent the same aspect of these two pure birds, which is the building of this holy manchud that we mentioned above. These are all separate points, by the way, of Rabbi Nathan's time together. From behind the nursing, use he was brought from behind the um, the ones who nurse, he was brought. From behind those that suckle. Refers to Netzach and Hod that we talked about earlier. Because they sustain the Nevi'im. Nevi'im receive their prophecy from Netzach and Hod. As we mentioned above. This is what I mean from behind the nursing use. That means David Melech, upon him be peace, was able to rectify and to elevate melody. Melody that stemmed from even a person who was not holy and upright. To elevate it to the song of holiness. To elevate it to the side of holiness. This is why David was brought from behind the nursing, from behind those that nurse, from behind the, the ones who nurse. Why? Because what is the ones who nurse? Where do Nevi'im nurse from? And because Negina and Nevi'ah come from the same place, that means David Amelach, who was a master of melody, again, he knew, how to, he knew song. He knew how to play melody. He received from Netzach and Hod as well, and he was even able to elevate all those, that impure song to its source in holiness. This would mean that from behind the, the ones that nurse he was brought, meaning that song, which is um, behind the aspect of holiness, meaning it's on the side of evil. Which we said is, as it says in the. Um, that Rabbeinu brought down this idea, that in the Pasuk, that he was brought behind, um, um, behind the, the, the ones who nurse, behind the ones who, who would, uh, the ones who, uh, who would suckle. Because the holy melody comes from the same place where Nevi'im sustain themselves from, where they were nourished themselves from. The same source, where Nevi'im get their prophecy from. This is why, Melody, which isn't so holy, comes from behind the nursing ewes. Meaning behind, what's behind from from um, the place of in, uh, from um, the opposite of holiness. And David Amenach, upon him be peace, was able to rectify this melody, this evil melody as well. And through this he was able to rectify Malchut and to elevate it. Holy Manchut, we're talking about, as we mentioned above. And this is why it says in the Pasuk, um, behind, the, uh, behind the ones that nurse, um, he was brought to shepherd Yaakov. Because through this he was able to um, merit Manchut. As we mentioned above. Um, okay. This is Torah Gimel Bezrat Hashem. God willing, go do tomorrow Torah Dalet. And um, God willing, just take the simple advice. Obviously, holy melody. Try to avoid listening to, to evil music. And Bezrat um, Hashem to try to study Gemara and Chatzot.
These are very, very big, very, very big rectification. Rabbanu says in order to to protect yourself from evil melody, because we have no idea how much it um, it can do damage to the soul. And Rabbanu is literally saying that through evil song, um, you lengthen the galut. <laughs> we were talking about earlier that the the galut malchut. Uh, what do you call malchut itushah be galut? And this is why whenever you listen to evil melodies, it can bring the, the malchut into lower, lower place. So the goal is to help it ascend. How do we do that? Whenever we study Gemara at Chatzot. Be'ezrat Hashem Mishnah, Gemara at Chatzot, Torah Shabbat Peh. So God willing, may we have the merit to do so. Amen, amen.